Hey, welcome into a transfer edition of the Non-Negotiables podcast. I'm Gavin and I'm joined by Pascal. Hello, Pas. Evening, Gav. Uh, and for the first time, you get to meet the final member of this triumvirate, Justin. Hey, Jazz, how you doing? Hey, Gav. I'm doing all right. Good stuff. Um, right, Pass. So let's start by saying this. Um, both you and I were uh, incredibly wrong on the pod on Monday about the Leandro Trossard deal. So uh, what do you think now has happened? Yes, yes, um, we both were. Um, I am... I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I didn't think. Um, I didn't think we'd go for him. I didn't really have too much time to think whether or not it would be good to go for him or not. To be honest, but yeah, I was definitely taken by surprise that we actually went for him and the turnaround time of doing it as well. Um, so yeah, I think it was. Um, I think it was a case of just. It, it, it seemed obviously Mudrick fell through. Um, and I've got my head around to it. actually, to be honest, my instant reaction wasn't a negative one. I think it just um, seemed to make sense for them. Firstly, because he's Premier League experience. Secondly, um, we could get him for the Man United game um, as uh, in, in, on, in the squad. Um, and he's actually had a really good season for, um, from what I can see. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, taken by surprise, man. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm never good with predictions. And uh, that was one of my many failures when it came to one. When it, when it broke this morning, I had major reservations about it. Um, you all know my, my stance on never buying squad players, um, only buying players better than, better than what you have. But I've warmed to it the more I've been thinking about it. I mean, the price is right um, I think there's a clear hierarchy in the squad, and I think that helps uh, because he's not coming in to supplant Saka or Martinelli, but he is coming in to support them. Um, so I, I think the integration will actually be be pretty smooth. So, Jazz, now that it's done, um, how do you feel he's going to fit style-wise with, with Arteta's planning and, and the way we play? I think he's going to fit pretty well. I mean, there's uh there's, there's obviously a high technical level there. Um, I, I have to agree with you. I, I wasn't um, really hyped about the transfer either, but just like you, you know, kind of the more I've thought about it, the more I think it's going to, uh, to be a, a good move. I mean, he's Premier League proven. He's going to hit the ground running. He He's going to push us across that title line if we get there more than I think someone like Mudrik, you know, would have. So um stylistically though I, I think he fits the versatility is great being able to play all across the front line and um you know uh, we we had this chat on the whatsapp earlier but i think um you know even if he just you know gives w any one of the front three breaks in europa and fa cup i think the transfer is pretty much a success um <clears throat> looking at his uh his stats earlier today i mean seven goals and three assists in uh 16 appearances he's also got 13 goals and three assists against the top six since he's been at Brighton. So, I mean, it's, you know, that that's a quality, you know, for the price that, I mean, you know, it, it is feeling a bit like a steal now. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with that. And um, I mean, it was clear that we needed a wide forward. We, we came into January. Ev everybody knew it. We knew we were looking. 
Um, and now we've got him. I think we're, we're pretty well stocked. And like you said, with his versatility, with Trossard being able to play on, on either side, he's comfortable going left or right. He's comfortable on both feet. Um, Pash, do you think part of the thinking behind this is that he could play on both wings and not just one? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Um, I think that's that's definitely part of it. Um, he can also, I believe he could probably play in the centre as well. I mean, he scored um, this season, I believe it's seven goals, um, 16 appearances, seven goals. That's one in two, more or less. Um, so I think that's also perhaps part of the thinking um, that there's a potential in the middle because as you can, as you know, Enketia is, is the only number nine that we have at the moment. Um, so I think definitely there's that versatility. We obviously have Smith Rowe, um, <clears throat> but I'm actually quite buzzing about this. I'm excited because I don't think the outlay was too much. Uh, I think four year deal, I believe he's 28. He's at the peak. So um, we will get the best years out of him. Um, the price tag in today's market for me, for a Premier League proven player is, is not, not high at all, really. It's pretty minuscule with add-ons. Um, so I'm, I'm actually excited about him. Um, I, I, I liked him as a player at Brighton. I thought he was quite an exciting player and always dangerous. So, um, so hey, have that off the bench. And um, as Justin was saying, Cup games, Europa games. Um, I, I feel it's a, it's a welcome addition. Yeah, and you mentioned Emil Smith Rowe there, and, and Jazz. I know you're a you're a massive fan of of Emil Smith Rowe, and I think we all are. But are you worried that this might cut into his game time a bit too much, um, or or do you think it's more like good support for a player who's had a history of injuries and he's he's just coming back from a groin operation? Um, and maybe can't handle the, the huge minutes right now. Where, where do you sit on that? Yeah, huge Smith Rowe fan. Uh, uh, love the kid. Probably one of my favorite players in the squad now. I'm not a. <clears throat> I'm not too worried about his playtime. I mean, I, I think we're going to have plenty of minutes to go around. Honestly, uh, you know, I still kind of see him being more the first guy off the bench for that left wing spot, at least. Um, maybe seeing, you know, Trossard fill in more in the right or even in the center, as Paz said. But I think it's a, an interesting opportunity for Smith Rowe to maybe see more time in in, in the eight as well. Um, you know, I know we have Vieira now, but I I think Smith Rowe's got a little more quality, uh, you know, more familiar with the team, the play style and stuff like that. So I, I think having having two players like Trossard and Smith Rowe that can basically play across multiple positions will, will be huge. And, and and no, I'm not worried about Emil Smith Rowe. I think he'll show his quality. Yeah, I hope so. I definitely uh, definitely don't want to see see Smith Rowe marginalized. I mean, we are going to lose some some players. Uh, we've got good players. We've got a lot of good players. So at some point, there are going to be a couple go. But um, I'm hoping it works out for uh, Smith Rowe. So, Pash, you you touched on the on the fee a little bit. I believe it's 21 million with five million as add-ons. I'm I'm going to assume that a lot of them add-ons are probably related to us winning the title this year or, or not winning the title. Um, we know the Mudrick deal. We know what it would have cost the the 88 million plus whatever. And, and I really struggle to see us paying the best part of 100 million for a player in January, and then doing the same again in the summer. So is it possible that 
by getting this deal done at this price, it allows us to go for someone like a Declan Rice or a Jude Bellingham in the summer, pushing towards that 100 million figure. And if it does allow us to do that, have we actually ended up with a better deal here if we end up with Trossard and Declan Rice? Uh, I mean, on the face of it, I think so. I mean, it, you know, we're going to know by the end of the season whether that was the right move. But looking at it, it looks prudent to me because I think with Mudrick, yes, I'm not going to lie. Um, he, looks, he looks a talent. But that's it. He looks a talent. I, I don't know what he's going to be like in the Premier League. I don't know how he's going to perform. But I know what Trossard does. We all know. We've seen him in the Premier League. We know what he's done for Brighton. We know what his output has been. So by that, I'm more comfortable with someone like him coming on as a sub against Man United if, you know, for whatever reason, we need some kind of um, injection of pace or we need, um, we're looking to get that extra goal. I'm more comfortable with that, knowing what he can give. So I, I, I on the surface, looks like it does make sense because Declan Rice, um, it, I, I think we mentioned it in the last one, it, 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 Arsenal do tend to be more comfortable making deals in summer, especially the big ones. So that would absolutely make sense that they put all the money that they have or the extra cash that they have, especially if we win the league, also get in the Champions League then making a move in summer for for a big, big, big transfer. I think for me, on the surface, that makes absolute sense. And um, personally, about Declan Rice, I think it'd be crazy not to go with us. If we do win the league especially, and we're in the Champions League, it's perfect. London team, the best, North, the best team in London, um, and uh, the one with the most history, it's absolute no-brainer. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I would say yes. But we'll have to see at the end of the season if it absolutely does make sense. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think I agree with everything everything you just said there. And, you know, you mentioned the possibility of coming on a sub against Man United. And we had it confirmed earlier on that the paperwork was lodged in time. So he is going to play against Man United. Um, so, well, not necessarily play, but I, I would imagine he'll certainly be coming off the bench. So just to finish off on 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 Trossard, um, just what are you expecting from him? Are you are you expecting a lot of goals? Where are you uh, are you expecting him to play a big part on Saturday? Are you, are you thinking twenty minutes off the bench, or or you think there might be uh, might be a little bit more? Yeah, I'm thinking about twenty minutes off the bench. Sounds about right. Um, <clears throat> you know, having that Premier League experience already, you know. We've played them already, you know, multiple times when he was at Brighton. He's going to be familiar with us. He's going to have seen, uh, you know, a lot of videotape on us. He's played United. He's going to have seen a lot of videotape on United. I think he's going to be ready to play a role. Uh, I don't see him starting or anything. But yeah, what you said, probably about 20 minutes off the bench. And something I uh, I, I found interesting just while we're on Trossard is uh, yesterday I read that uh uh, he actually played under uh, Steivenberg um, at Genk in 2017. So I find that that interesting as well. You know, uh, he's got the Ben White connection, you know, Sambi Lakanga. So I'm thinking th those kinds of things should really help him, uh, you know, fit in a little bit faster, really, really hit the ground running here. Yeah, Arteta definitely likes players he's familiar with and he's, he's coaching staff are, are familiar with. That's that's for sure. Um, I think he, you're right. He was, a, he was at Genk under Stuvenberg. 
And um, Arsenal actually looked into him when he was at Genk as well. There was there was scouting done, and they decided at that point not to pull the trigger. I don't know if they decided to go with someone else. I would. When did he come over? About two thousand seventeen or eighteen? That may have been the Pepe summer, maybe. I'm not sure, but he. Um, but yeah, he's someone we've looked at in the past, and we've got him now. So hopefully he can. Uh, hopefully he can give us uh, give us a good contribution between now and the end of the season because we're in a great position if we can if we can really take advantage. Um, so Trossard isn't the only transfer news today. We've signed Polish centre-back Jakub Kivior. Um, he's coming in from Spezia in, in Serie A. Uh, they're saying that he'll probably be at the game on, on Sunday in, uh, in attendance, not as a, not as a player. Um, he's a left-footed centre-back, which we've needed for, a, needed for a while, with Pablo Marie being out on loan and, and seemingly not long, for, uh, not long for the club. Um, Arteta loves that right-footed, left-footed partnership there so I think we we knew we were going to go for one he's he's only 22 he looked pretty good from the from the videos that uh, loves to ping a ball off of that left foot not always very accurately I have to say from the uh from the YouTube video but um Pats, where, do you, where do you see him in terms of, of game time this season because we we spoke about Gabriel on the last pod and Gabriel basically plays every minute of, of every game um so so where do you how do you see this this one turning out um yeah that's 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 more of that's not a straightforward uh answer i think as you can give with trossard but um you know again we're not going to know really what is what is you know how he performed in the premier league or the highest level but he does play in syria like you said he's had 39 appearances um for spezia um and i think he's made nine uh, polish uh, senior uh appearances for poland so He's, he's, he seems pretty, you know, pretty accomplished. Um, again, I, I, you know, it's a difficult one because the FA Cup is against Man City. Arteta does have a tendency to go pretty, pretty strong um, in, um, in cup games. Um, so I'm not sure if he's going to be replacing Gabriel for that. Um, I, I, I don't think he's going to make that many appearances personally at this part of the season. Um, but he's definitely a good, um, it, it seems to be a pretty accomplished backup in case something did go wrong. And we all know that Arteta has a real preference for a right-sided centre-back and a left-sided centre-back. So um, this alleviates that issue of having to look at someone like Tomiyasu or Rob Holding in that left-sided centre-back position. Um I've seen clips of him. It's again, it's difficult to determine, you know, um, when you look at clips, you're looking at the best clips of someone, isn't it? A bit like online dating when you, uh, you just look at the best pictures of someone <laughs> when you, when you're looking at, you know, what potential they have. So I don't know, man, but, um, but I, I'm, I, at this point in time, I'm trusting their judgment. Uh, I have no reason not to. Um, I think they have, uh, showed us in the market generally that they know what they're doing. So, um, so I, I feel, sum it up, don't think he's going to make that many appearances, but I think it's definitely strengthening um, our squad in terms of what we have as uh, replacements if Gabriel does get injured or suspended. Yeah, I agree. I, I, think, he's, I think he's a player that we, we'll probably see more of next season and the season and in the coming seasons rather than, rather than this season. I, I think you're, you're probably right. Just this one come out of nowhere, didn't it? It was uh, Edu at the grill, turning over his sausages, and uh, all of a sudden he found a, a left-sided centre-half from somewhere. 
Yeah, it really, really did. Uh, you know, Edu's, uh, Edu's busy barbecuing up, you know, um, <laughs> I, um, I find this one interesting. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I mean, Mudrick fell through and, and, and uh, Arteta just, Arteta and Edu just kind of woke up and chose violence on the transfer market, it seems. You know, we were close to three deals in three days and, you know, you love to see it as a fan. Um, I'll be honest, I've not seen this guy in the flesh, uh, not seen him play, <clears throat> but six foot two, uh, a lefty, you know, seems technically solid, pretty solid passing out the back. You know, uh, you guys mentioned the... Uh, the uh his international cap for Poland I believe he played every minute in the World Cup for Poland as well which is nice um this is one I, I've not heard any rumors per se but this is one I really wouldn't mind loaning back to Spezia for the rest of the season you know we still have Rob Holding on the books we have Tommy who can play you know all along the back line Tierney can fill in there I uh I think uh you know, having six months back at his club where he's a nailed on starter would probably benefit him more. And then, you know, if we move on someone like holding or tyranny, you know, bring him back in the summer when he's got, you know, 1500 more minutes or something under his belt, but we'll just kind of have to see how that goes. I, uh, I do agree though. I, I, I can't see him. Uh, I can't see Arteta putting him in for Gabriel in the, uh, the FA cup against city. So, you know, it'll just be one to watch, I think from now. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I agree with you there. Um, so there's one other one. Uh, it's a player that's not signed yet. Um, Ivan Fresneda. He has his agent apparently has talks with us and Newcastle scheduled for next week. And and I tell you what, I've been I've been watching the videos on this pass, and and he looks like a player. Um, I know in Spain they're comparing him to uh, they're basically calling him a right-footed Zinchenko, which uh, obviously gets my juices flowing. Um, but um, yeah, what do you what do you think about about this one? He, he looked really interesting. You know, I was a, just about to talk about that. That from watching the clips, he looks like he fits into that inverted fullback that um, Arteta loves with Zinchenko. It seems exactly like the way he drops inside. Um, it 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 does speak to me as um, a perfect right back in the sense of what Arteta wants in his system. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, again, you know, I don't read too much into the clips as much, but from what I'm seeing and like you're mentioning, it it absolutely plays into what they're looking at. And um, I think, it, I think it from what I'm seeing, I don't know if it's a hundred percent correct, but Cedric also is going to play a part in this, I think in him going to Fulham, um, so, um, yeah, we're up against Newcastle, of course, um, they've got the financial clout. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if that's going to play into it. I doubt it that, that much when you're, when you're that young, I would think, you know, w whatever money they put on the table, we can still rival it. It just depends how much they're going to go. And if they're going to do, um, a Mudrick and give him like a 15 year contract or something, I have no idea, but, um, I think, um, from what I'm seeing, the signs look good, looks perfect. And um, I'd, I'm really excited to see what he can do if we do get him. Um, but again, I think it's a, you know, a case of doubt he's going to get that much playing time this season. Um, and uh, with Tommy Assey there, obviously. Um, but um, but looks, looks like really exciting prospect. 
Yeah, he's he's eighteen. This one definitely, uh, it definitely looks like one for the future. This one actually wouldn't be uh, too much of a surprise if we did the deal and then and then loaned him back, like you were suggesting, just with a Spezia one. Um, but with all these incomings, especially if we do get Fresneda, um, do we expect some outgoings? Um, if it's now or, or in the summer, I mean, if if we get Fresneda, I think it. It definitely looks uh it definitely looks pretty much over for Rob Holding. I think we all we all think it probably is anyway. Um I would be very surprised if if Kieran Tierney is here at the start of next season. Um what do you think, Jazz? You you think we're gonna see some see some players leave sooner rather than later? Justin? I lost you guys. Hold on. I don't know what happened. Some technical difficulties here. Sorry. Are you back? Yep, I'm back. Sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was just <laughs> saying that uh, we've if Fresneda joins as well, um, that's gonna that's gonna be a very very bloated defensive room. Um, so do you do you think we're gonna see some see some players leave from there? I do. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we mentioned or you mentioned you know holding already possibly Tierney though. I think he's still gonna have another year left. Um, just personally, but, you know, we, we have some guys on loan as well, you know, uh, Tavares to come back. I wouldn't be surprised if we moved him on for profit. Um, it'll be interesting. You know, I, I, I love holding, you know, as a, a character and a, in a, in a leader, you know, homegrown English been with us a long time, but the, the step down from, you know, Saliba to holding Gabriel to holding, you know, you can just see it. It's, um, you know, the, the ability, the technical ability is just, just not there. And I think he does deserve more playing time with a, a, a team further down the table. So I think he's one that'll definitely go, uh, you know, uh, no offense to the player, but I think, you know, we're all hoping Cedric, you know, is, is gone this January. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't speak. I mean, Fresneda is actually probably the one I'm most excited about of the three, you know, obviously maybe not with an immediate impact, but, but the kid just sounds really promising exact style we're looking for. Uh, and at 18, you know, he, he's, he's decently experienced already. So I'm, I'm excited for him, but, but yeah, we're, we're going to have some bloat to clear out, I think. Um, but, you know, I mean, the, the, our, our bottom level is just so much higher than it was even a couple of seasons ago. You know, it's, it, it's really exciting stuff. So. Yeah, for sure. And I think the, uh, the players that we've, that we're going to get rid of, we're actually going to be able to get fees for, for once. So um, yeah, I, I agree with your pass. Do you have something you want to add? Yeah, I am. Um, it was, it's, it'd be interesting to see what happens with Tierney. I'm, I'm really intrigued to know what happens there because um I think we've spoken about it a few times. I, I think he's a great left back. Um, he's just doesn't seem ready for this system or he's just not for this system that Arteta uh, has. Um, and he's one of those where you look at it a little bit different to Cedric, where you just, you know, as much as Cedric's uh, photo bombs and he's always there and there seems to be a, a really good character. I just think technically is never really a player that you're going to, really gravitate to but um but Tierney you know that I think there's going to be a lot of interest in him if we were to sell him um but it'll be really I'm intrigued to know um what happens there um because I um I like Tierney to be honest I think he's um he's got the character I like and he is that kind of quintessential left back where he bombs down the left 
Um, and I think you mentioned it, um, Gab, that he'd be perfect for like a Newcastle maybe or a West Ham or someone of that ilk. Um, but um, but yeah, very intrigued to know what happens there. And also uh, Norton Cuffey because he's on loan at the moment and he's always been talked about as a really good prospect. So what happens with him right back? Do we loan him out again? Is he coming into the uh, to the squad? I don't know. That will be dependent, I guess, on what happens with... Um, um, with the right back, um, what um, I've forgotten his name though, the, the Spanish right back, yeah, yeah, Fresneda, yeah. So, um, yeah, intrigued to know what happens. Yeah, I think we all are. Well, I think we, um, I think we can all agree that we're we're pretty happy with what's what's gone on the last last couple of days. Edu's uh, Edu's got his grilling fork out and and brought us some players. So hopefully it'll uh, turn out well. I'm looking forward to seeing a little cameo from from Trossard on Sunday. So um, we'll speak on Monday again after the game. We'll, we'll end this one here. So uh, just time to say goodbye. I'll, I'll speak to you guys later. And thanks, everyone, for joining us again. 